Of Walter Isaacson, the Albert Einstein book that we mm-hmm. had. I couldn't read it. 
I was really, you know, very, I had my own notions of, you know, what is relativity and what, what does it really have to do with me? And mm-hmm. reading that book sort of made that, you know, very clear. So it's, it's interesting that you can learn about very scientific things in autobiographies and be enjoyed about that, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think uh, it has, like, like if you see them, like all of these scientists, right, they, they, they write their own books. I've seen, uh, you know, uh, Albert Einstein, or you can say Stephen Hawking, they've written some great books on their works and they try to explain all of their ideas to, you know, all of us. And I think it's mm-hmm. very fascinating because, you know, that idea originates in one person's head and it has to travel thousands of mi- millions of kilometers just to reach us. And now it's all there sitting at your home. You know, you, you just have to literally open your laptop up and you have everything <laughs> available for you. Uh, the, the, that it has like fundamentally changed the speed like the speed of uh, civilization it has literally changed it completely of yeah. course that also gives rise to stupid people like who were uh, hidden before now it's just like you can see their sobriety online yeah that, that's a that's a worrying point actually you know social media sites they have a potential of you know being used for all the wrong things as well mm-hmm. We've seen in you know 2016 uh, Cambridge Analytica sca- uh, scandal, <clears throat> where uh, you know Facebook leaked all of this data and you know that actually influenced the U.S. presidential elections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of this. Not not exactly sure what it is. So basically, what happened was Cambridge Analytica is a Russian company, and mm-hmm. uh, you know they they work they work with the Russian intelligence and you know uh, the Russia the mafia Russia Russian mafia you can say. Putin involved and mm-hmm. uh, and they they tend to you know they they uh, they were sort of a consumer with Facebook they were a business on Facebook and that's how they got access to a lot of customer data you know that Facebook allows other companies to access and they mm-hmm. used all of that tracking data to actually influence 2016 presidential pre, uh, presidential elections so Russia was involved <laughs> in you know Putin getting uh, sorry Trump getting elected. <laughs> It's, it's a very weird place right now it's like people are still figuring out exactly how it's going to fit in all together it's like we're changing too fast to make a set uh, set of rules you know it's like everything is changing too fast and like t- 10 years ago internet was a new thing like people are still discovering it, it was like completely uh, unknown now also it's like completely unknown it's just like a different kind of unknown yeah the 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 things of concern have changed. Ah, exactly. But like internet, you know, you had to explain uh-huh. what it is. I've been through that phase. And now it's like everyone by default knows and, you know, pe- people have become uh-huh. much more technically able. Uh, since, uh, so I was just saying everyone has a device of their own, right? They, they carry their own identities in their pockets and that identity actually is a reflection of who you are in many ways, right? Mm-hmm. If you open my YouTube... It's an avatar. It's, it's your avatar. Exactly. Online avatar. Yeah, but it's it's still, you know, these identities are there and there is just, you know, this uh, social media where you post stuff and all. What What's mm-hmm. the next stage of this? You know, everyone has the device, but they're not really connected to each other all the time. Like, you know about your moments and all, but you're not experiencing things together. I think mm-hmm. that's the next phase where, you know, you and I are sitting, you know, thousands of miles away and we can 
sort of experience things together so if i'm eating something you can have that experience if i'm smelling something you know you can have ah, that it's like okay okay so you are saying like kind of uh, transmitting uh, one's experiences through internet yeah. right yeah i mean if that could really happen you know what would be the first thing that would arise sword art online it's an yeah. it's an anime okay. sword art online it's an anime if you have heard about it okay like it's basically the concept of virtual uh, like vir- virtual games but like full live systems basically you get all the uh, instead of the 4d you know like the the cheap 4d things are there right instead of that actual experience like you can move in the game by thinking about moving in the game right if you can transfer the experiences you can then engineer the experience of touching something so you can like create a proper game inside that a virtual world Well, that 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 is the thing I'm waiting for. Man, like it would be completely different. Like you, you might have seen the movie Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. <clears throat> yeah, so that that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Right? Yeah. More like, more, much more uh, effective, I guess. Yeah, it, it's sort of like a Minecraft where you are you're also there. You you are in the. Uh-huh. So, yeah, ex- exactly, exactly. Yeah, like world. virtual worlds. It's a sandbox. You can think of your ideas and you know just portray it there. That would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let, let's just say right everyone has an avatar on that fictional world so people mm-hmm. who are bad who have you know bad emotions right now they're dealing with something or you know people like you know mass shooters and all you know everyone who is in the negative aspect somehow you know where they can do harm to the society don't you think this is a very good social you know tool as well where you know governments and this big companies they can track what you're feeling by what you're doing around you in that game it's very easy that you if you are so, so it's a world you know 200 years from from now everyone is very hooked into that system they have created their mm-hmm. own worlds inside those games mm-hmm. and uh, the, the people who are you know uh, working on weapons and who want to destroy and everything they they have their own worlds inside where they are actually planning all of this meeting with virtual mm-hmm. uh, meeting with a few of their friends virtually and doing all of that now government has you know access to all of that these companies have so it might even help stop stopping all of that to you know function just because yeah, it could it could help that but it could also increase uh, the the reach you know of these organizations uh, like if you in the in the in the show just now like uh, marvel's uh, uh, falcon and winter soldier right uh, the, the main antagonist were a... see it huh? i've not seen it i have to make up my mind ah, for marvel I, I know i know I it's fine it's fine and the selling like the thing was the main antag- antagonists are basically a group of terrorists right and the terrorists have this much reach just because of the like social media like internet okay they have this much reach but like if you can actually interact with people as well online like uh, the the uh, virtual worlds you're saying right so if you can interact then they, they will have much more chances to uh, spread their propaganda right they don't have to be uh, like uh, yeah. uh, overt about it right they can be co- uh, like they can work in secrecy and just expand their ideas so i don't think it would really change the you know like the government control over it it might but then that would be probably people will come to stop it because it would be to uh, what was it inhumane right everyone wants their privacy like right now we are just uh, like companies are just taking data and everyone is like going bonkers or is like no no you can't take our data just imagine what would happen if they are taking tracking our ima- emotions yeah yeah these companies already have a lot of data about us and we very like, exactly exactly and we like there's obviously a lot of voices about this a lot of questions a lot of ethical implications right 
So just imagine the next step when their emotions. Like obviously everyone will be the first person to try to stop this. Yeah. I don't think it would ever really come to effect. If if you no, want to see no, what would happen, you don't know. As as till the time we think a capitalist society is the best way to be, mm-hmm. it will some way or the other come into the world. Like if, if the technology is developed, there is there are two things. Mm-hmm. If the technology is developed first, and if if the regulations approve it, it's like self-driving cars, right? We're almost mm-hmm. there. But you know the government self, is very different. But self-driving self-driving cars don't have the ethical problems like that kind of. Like they the, the ethical problems, they they might have for for, for some reason. Uh, so for for example, if you take a you know hypothetical situation where uh, there's this car auto driving self driving, and that's mm-hmm. going down the street, and it knows that you know some someone has hit it somehow, and now it's it's sort of in a free fall motion. It's sort of in that path, and uh, now it has two options. You know, it can. So it's heading towards this uh, woman who is standing on the street, a pedestrian, heading towards that. So one way is to you know kill kill her, go go crushing her, and then you know save the person in the car. Mm-hmm. Let us go hit that uh, tree, and mm-hmm. this person in the car dies. Now what will it do? Mm-hmm. Because there are two lives here. No, no. Let me ask you the question. Let me ask you the question. Huh? Let me ask you the question for that. Uh, what would a human do in that condition? If I as I as the car guy probably am responsible for my own, so I would not. I I don't know. But but would you would you kill yourself? Like it's severely injured. You will never. You're obviously yeah, exactly. That's like what most I'm people. I might I might just drive over that woman. Exactly. It's it's very questionable in both situations, right? Yeah. Like if if you try to like uh, uh, like go into the wall or something, people will say you're suicidal. They won't yeah. call you a hero or something. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's kind of the same thing. No matter what uh, choices they they, uh, they make, like the AI, it will probably, if I were to say the truth, it would probably try to like uh, save the uh, owner of the car, right? Yeah. Because they are the ones who paid for the car. Yeah. It's the so, so it wouldn't really be that much of an ethical problem. I can't really say that much, but like it's but it's yeah, very confusing, obviously. Yeah, these are. But, but the thing is, no but the thing is, it is it it is very gray area. But uh, tracking your emotions, that's like straight up very black. Okay, there's nothing gray about that. <laughs> yeah. So, you were you were talking about animes, and you know, sort of they are very popular in India. So, you have a few. Which which anime are you currently watching right now? Currently, currently, I'm not really watching any anime right now. It's surprising. What right, about, I'm about to. Last, watched? last, last, last anime that you watched? Because see, my last. fascination with an animes is you know the variety that you have. I've heard a lot of different, completely unique kind of animes, and I want to start. Okay, with... yeah, yeah. So, so let let me tell you the last anime I watched, and you will say the the premise of this is like completely stupid. Okay, so a person dies, right? they get reincarnated into a fancy fantasy world but they are a spider okay <laughs> they are reincarnated as a spider okay the, that's the main premise like but what <laughs> and it's completely brutal in an animes yeah 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 in fact uh, we were talking about the situation right if people control our emotions like they monitored it There is literally an anime called Psychopaths. It is exactly that. 
like 100% exactly that yeah, there is a system called sibyl system in that okay and it monitors people's emotions constantly so if someone's like goes over to like the dark side like it's 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 too much so they they just dispatch people to kill them kill them they can just do th- kill them or incapacitate them whatever is possible <laughs> that like just very weird and it exists that's that's the weird thing like if you're talking about anime almost everything is an anime like think about sports every kind of sport is an anime yeah i've also seen different sports of football i've seen i've seen volleyball i've heard of volleyball i haven't seen it I, that, I that, that's it. the best anime like that's the best sports anime the volleyball one yeah what, what what's the name of that anime haikyu haikyu i'm going to watch that for sure that is literally the best sports anime that and there's another one called slam dunk that's obviously basketball there's comparisons between that but uh, i guess i think the animation quality of haiku just takes it to the next level something else entirely yeah i think animes have that lot of freedom in them right that that's not mm-hmm. their traditional you know bollywood hollywood or you know the typical ways even disney is very restricted in terms of what they do as creative uh, yeah, yeah. you know they are very restricted in terms of characters they introduce every year and everything but japan has you know combined it has a lot of firepower in it would say yeah so even the thing is like the art style okay it's like uh, anime anime have this unique benefit of like uh, suppose they have a very serious art style going on a very serious scene right they can just change the art style completely for a few seconds and like change the emotions completely yeah like they have the special tool that most uh, most other uh, media just does not have yeah. also i think i'm not sure of this but in in an animation anime animation not the manga mm-hmm. but the animation mm-hmm. so in in that is it like every frame is drawn by hand or how does that string up like how does that happen yeah uh, they are they are actually like if i remember correctly they are 24 or 25 frames right per, in, per second one one second okay yeah one second right so uh, they are all hand drawn so so for example it's a 16 minute episode or for the sake of simplicity let's say it's a 20 minute episode so you have uh, 20 minutes every minute has 60 seconds so you have 1200 uh, approximately seconds and every one of them there are 25 frames yeah so that's around 30000 images uh, approximately every time the, see the thing is the, obviously like uh, it's that much there but other than that sometimes there are some kind of uh, scenes like uh, uh, they will have just one big uh, ba- like a large drawing like a large uh, frame basically and they will move the camera like the panning shot okay so that way they won't have to draw all the frames right but if suppose there's a, a character moving right so they'll have foreground and background right they'll probably what what as far as i'm aware they'll probably just make a, like a large frame for the background so it would be one picture but the uh, the foreground characters they'll have to uh, make for every frame so it would still be a lot of frames so it's like it's very difficult to say but yeah about as much as you say like 30000 frames per episode and like uh, even the minimum anime has like 12 episodes minimum these these uh, people in japan are really talented that's what i have you know <laughs> more like they're over conception in my head because if you see yeah. the, the, the entire animation the drawing part of it is really you know complex the voice part of it is really fascinating as well so, yeah the voice acting i definitely think that J- japan is like on the next level 
like whenever you compare like whenever whenever you ask an anime watcher right like almost every single one will say that you have to watch subs not dubs okay yeah. basically you yeah. have to watch it subtitles yeah because the quality is simply different i mean it's it's very it's it's surprising how different it is yeah that's true also these artists right who are saying all of this so the fact mm-hmm. that i know is a lot of these different characters have the same person doing that voice so for example uh, i'm not sure you might know the list but goku's voice the woman who did it actually not the man mm-hmm. yeah yeah i know so a voice for other characters other popular characters as well right and it's like a good voice actor can have anywhere between 30 to 40 characters any any you know common link any any popular anime characters that you uh, for a, for example let me let me think there there are very for example there's one piece right the very popular anime obviously hai na manga in fact more popular uh this this one of the main characters that's also the main, one of the main characters in gintama that's also one of the popular anime like you can sometimes just identify it. also uh, this is the same the same actor uh, you know the game that came out just now uh, it was a samurai game what was it called uh, let me just take it right uh, i know the samurai game just just it just came out right now yeah yeah what google away that's the best thing that we do <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima, right? It was it it was just a, like a very popular, like I think last year. Ghost of Tsushima. The main character of this was also the same uh, character as the other two. Okay. So what I'm saying is that that they have a lot of uh, you know roles. It's just like an actor, you know, like yeah, an actor can have voices are really good. They are able to modulate all of that really well. It's just it's a gift. it's 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 practice talent whatever i i seriously have no idea it's like it's completely different from like what i can even imagine yeah mind blowing i think it's usually practice uh, i guess i i, I don't be, i have started to believe that you know practice is much more important than talent talent i believe that does yeah. not really uh, you you don't believe that i i think practice is much more important talent is like exactly. it's it just increases the speed of your uh, understanding thing but and like learning something but at the end it's practice that counts yeah there there's this very popular you know sort of comparison so someone who wants to be a writer he writes uh, mm-hmm. 365 pages in a year one one essay or one letter every day that he wants to improve and would he would he be a better writer or someone who writes one letter taking 365 days and just coming out with one thing so practicing working on that every day you know that grit that's what actually bring if you take that. you know if you take youtube as an example like i was just listening to another podcast a couple of days ago so basically uh, like if you uh, like take out say 10 low quality videos low quality in the sense like uh, not to uh, like to no not to check okay it's like just just try their best at once and just uh, publish it okay and compare it to that to one really hard hard work video there's a better chance that one of those 10 will do better yeah there's a good chance because that's just how it works like if you keep changing things one of the things will come out to be good uh, so if you keep practicing you can just uh, like you get that one thing you take it out you see what's good about that you focus on those so you can play to your strengths right so that's why i think practice is more important yeah practice is it's it's something that you know you don't really understand when you're a kid 
when i when i was a kid i never had that you know conception in my head that you know practice is much more important uh, i used to think you know talent i might be talented that's why i'm missing in my tester he might be talented <laughs> that's why he is you know running the football team or whatever like that that sports guy so it's much more practice rather than talent that's what i've learned mm-hmm. you yeah, definitely you might have predisposition towards some things like you will definitely do better at some things and not do better at other things but yeah it, it it that's a gap that can be bridged with practice at least i believe that yeah i in the past days like you know uh, at least for the past one and two months crypto has been a very hot burning topic in the entire chain you know the maximum number of, so basically now it's it's a different thing how you observe things so the thing that gets the maximum number of memes is really the one that's you know trending <laughs> rather than news articles we are looking for <laughs> memes to actually understand what's trending yeah you have just come here man i've been in this state for like a year or more than that <laughs> i've been getting my news yeah memes is a very good source of news actually they 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 make the uh, make the news so small to digest that you can get it and if you're interested you can go ahead and always search more about it is that it, it's very weird like see basically anything major political happens like political like anything major at all happens in the world right suppose there's a, like a big volcano erupted somewhere right like there probably be a meme there somewhere like i just scroll and i see oh there's a meme over this happened like i i get to know it very fast it's weird and i don't i never watch news okay i have never watched news in my life i just don't like it it's very boring <laughs> Cool. We'll take our first break right now. Okay, you know why Mona Lisa is very popular? Why is Mona Lisa sort of this very popular painting that it had? You know, it's a valuable painting in the world actually. is it because of the weird expression or something i don't know i just heard that it has a weird expression actually there are very different sort of a things uh, reasons why mona lisa is very popular so first is it was created by leonardo da vinci so you have that fanfare around all of that there are some other incidents also so mona lisa was briefly hung in napoleon bonaparte's bedroom it was a painting that is there in his bedroom and that's one of the reasons why it got very popular that you know there's this painting that he likes very much there's this painting that he you know likes very much and that's how they started <laughs> so a lot of these paintings have you know very unique stories behind them you also have starry night uh, which which was painted by vincent van gogh and a lot of these uh, you know dif- different artists have different ways of expressing themselves so what is that one or two ways in which you like expressing it it can be you know painting it can be drama it can be music whatever some something that you like on how people express themselves like me personally yeah you personally yeah, I, i just i just like anything like any way that i can express myself basically uh, the way i work is like i see something right and i think oh that's beautiful like i want to do the same thing then i see a good a good image then i want to draw a painting of that i see a really good like uh, very good music okay so i so i see, I, I see a, a very sweet melody or something like that i want to try playing it so that, that's how it is you are yourself a painter not a painter but what do you say <laughs> digital artist 
I guess. Yeah. Amateur so digital artist. What you did, right? Of uh, what was that painting about? Like it, it, it looked very similar to you know Starry Night. Like the vibe was similar, but what did it uh, entail? Ah, you mean the the painting of the Milky Way? This is the Milky Way. Yeah, it, it's it's on top of Santorini, which is a very popular yeah, yeah. destination. It's very wide, yeah, yeah. Very, you know. If, uh, let me just Definitely. do one thing. I'll just uh, present that here. That would be very interesting. Let's share screen here. So, yeah, this is the painting that we were talking about. And so, uh, yeah. can you tell us about this painting. First of all, basically, I think this is my best work yet, like ever. For sure. I don't think I have ever made anything this good. Uh, other than that, I think what happened was one day I just like I was uh, scrolling on Reddit like I usually do, and I saw uh, basically a picture of Santorini, Greece. Basically, this picture. Yeah. Right? It was a picture, and I was like, it just it just looked so beautiful, right? Yeah. I mean. Just like if you search Milky uh, Milky Way, then it will come automatically. Oh, Milky Way only, directly. Milky Way Santorini is basically. Yeah, that's okay. Uh, the main point is, you know, that this combination of Santorini. So Santorini, I've usually seen in the mornings. Uh, that that's the usual depiction of you know white walls and everything. That, that... yeah, it's 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 very like like pristine. If I had to say a word yeah. for Santorini, it's like looks very pristine. And then I just I I just saw you know it's like the picture and I was like, this is way too beautiful to not draw, like that's how I felt. Yeah. So so I just uh, I started drawing it. That's all I guess. And Santorini uh, is a village, right? It's not some very posh place, I think, right? I have honestly no idea. <laughs> it it doesn't matter to me. It's like the, the sky is the main thing. In fact, in Starry Nights as well, uh, the the foreground is very different. Like it's, uh, but it's not important. Okay, like the background is the important thing. It's a similar way. Yeah, this is another painting. What is this about? This is just a experiment, you can say. Basically, yeah. uh, what what I did was uh, so for for that other painting for the Santorini Greece one, I was looking for some brushes. Right, basically uh, the, the 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 brushes. It's uh, like uh, to use in Krita, right? There have there are many different types of brushes, right? You can use. To give this a uh, actual painting type feel instead of a digital art. Mm -hmm. So I just found some brushes and I was just like, I was seeing what. Let's see what these brushes can do. And I just started making them, and the, the the other one just happened. It like it was a forty five minutes work. I have no idea what it is. I just thought, look good. <laughs> and... It was actually just, just very low effort and just trying out the brush kind of thing. Yeah. This is a photo, right? This is not a painting or something, or is it a painting? It looks like a painting. This is a painting. This is not a photo. Who did it? You did it. Yeah, obviously. You painted this. So, so yes, obviously it's in my it's on my Instagram, right? Okay, like this is really like it's very close to what what's it's what is name Natsuki, right? Natsuki. Yeah, Natsuki. So he is very similar to what you have made. I I, I thought it's sort of a you know, photo and then someone you know no, no. Like, like, no. it. In fact, if you want to, you can check out the whole process on my YouTube channel. Oh yeah, I'll link that video in the description for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this was this is also the same thing. 
I just saw a tweet from uh, the abroad in Japan channel, basically, mm-hmm. uh, and in that tweet, it was this photo, and I was just like, "Man, it's like it lo- this photo looks very picturesque." So I was yeah. like, "Man, I have to draw." Yeah, I so, mean, Natsuki is that kind of character. You have like there's this uh, uh, guy in Japan. What what's the name? Abroad in Japan or something? Yeah, abroad in Japan. So what does he do? What's this guy all about? He's a vlogger. It's a simple. He's a simple vlogger. Like uh, J- Japan, okay. uh, he just goes to different places uh, in Japan and explores them. And the thing about the the channel is that he he, he like uh, he shows the things like you wouldn't really normally see. Like you think about Japan, it's like yeah, Tokyo, like so Shinjuku maybe. So there there's a very busy crossing, right? Yeah. Like that. That's it. He, that that that's like very uh, what is a cliche kind of thing. He goes to different places like like f- for example, he has made videos about raw horse meat. Okay. Like the, raw horse meat. I think you can see it in a couple of it. I don't know. It's like raw horse meat. Okay. So th- those kind of videos, th- those uh, very hidden places in Japan, and he, he's just an amazing presenter. You can just tell that uh, he enjoys what he's doing. Yeah. YouTube has given a lot of creatives, you know, a very good space to share, and you know, somehow yeah. make a living from that. That's very empowering, actually. This is amazing. It's like if you could just make a living from your YouTube, that's like, that's that's so empowering, as you said. You know, it's like you can do what you love, like completely, and you can get paid for it. Like even if you have an actual job that you love, it's still much more better than because you have an added degree of freedom. Yeah. Earning from your YouTube channel—that's sort of the dream, the millennial dream, not the American dream. Definitely, like the millennial dream, truly. Like you can literally do anything. Like people just play games and they can get money because they are presenting it in a good way. Like the, the, I think one of the YouTubers that I watched just said this. You know, he uh, th- when you can make uh, sorting your closet entertaining, then you can be sure that you will be successful as a YouTuber. <laughs> That's an, because that's what they do, right? That's what yeah. they do. It's like it, there's nothing special about what they're doing. It's just the way they're presenting it is uh, catch eye catching. Yeah, yeah. I will definitely explore abroad in Japan more. I watch a few <laughs> videos with you, and for those of you who don't know, he's my brother. I never mentioned that how <laughs> to do it, <laughs> and. Yeah. and yeah so basically we watched some of these videos together and i i watched some of them when i got here so i'm think i'm going to start that uh, I, i think the 2000 kilometers on a cycle something right or you can watch the second one second one's better because it's shorter just send me the link i'll, I'll put it in the description <laughs> <laughs> definitely send it across yeah thanks a lot for joining it was really fun chat i enjoyed it <laughs> uh, it was fun